Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to season two of Surviving Motherhood. I'm Chris, a wife and mom of four boys. And I'm Rachel, a wife and mom of a boy and a girl. We're sister-in-laws living in the South, just trying to laugh through the ups and downs of motherhood. So grab your coffee or wine and settle in for some real talk. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Surviving Motherhood Podcast. We're back with another interview episode, and we have our friend and special guest. She's our, this is her three-peat. She's wearing the crown. (laughs) Yeah, wearing the crown for three interviews. And we brought Tara back again today, our pediatrician friend, because we are heading into cold, cold and flu season. We need to talk about how to get our children ready and if we are going to make it through, which I'm already feeling like I'm not because this mm. um, I'm having some sinus issues. So if you could go oh. ahead and, and fix that, number one. <laughs> so if you guys um, haven't listened to any of Tara's previous um interviews she uh our kids have been in school our kids are in the same class this year and they were in the same same class for pre-k and chris and her kids have played baseball together and it's just one big uh happy big little small community <laughs> community situation so, so uh so we wanted to bring her back and she's going to talk us through some of the cold and flu myths and we've got some good things planned out so i know chris you had a couple of questions let's go mm-hmm. ahead and get get moving <laughs> I, I feel like I should first preface this by saying this is probably this was almost the end of our friendship this first <laughs> Ooh. topic Ooh. so this it is, is a true statement it really it was it was touch and go there for a while but. <laughs> she almost wrote me off for this statement I'm just gonna say <laughs> what I told her I said we don't get the flu shot and that was Ooh. almost the beginning of the end of our friendship. I so know. So that sting. I just to, the, to say, this pediatrician heart, it was just a big old arrow. I mean, straight to the heart, straight <laughs> to it. Which I just want to first say, I got my flu shot this year because my friend had a baby. She is a believer in the flu shot. I did it all for her. So I did get it this year. But I need you to tell everybody. I need you to just go at this as if you're talking to someone who is not a believer in the flu shot. And I want you to change my mind. Okay. Like you. <laughs> I, I like, um, yes. Well, thank you guys for having me back. It's like the ultimate compliment that um, you are having me back on here. Um, so thanks for doing it. I really enjoy oh, coming. You're welcome. Um, and yeah, Chris, that was kind of early on in our friendship. It was too. like, That's I feel like saying. that. Yeah. And so I was really like, 
man, I really want to develop this friendship with her, but like, what do I do with this bomb? See, you didn't know, you didn't know how much you were going to love me. I know. So it was really brave of me to admit it. It was really brave. And I do want to go on the record that I continued to be your friend despite that. Correct. (laughs) Correct. I I, I did not. That just shows your character. Yes. (laughs) Um, So yeah, let me. I'm happy to talk to you about the flu shot. And I I also want to kind of come and talk to you about it, not only as your pediatrician friend, but also as your mom friend. Um, I, um, vaccines are obviously near and dear to my heart. The flu vaccine also is near and dear um, to my heart. But I understand that, um, with the internet and with a lot of kind of scary things, like I totally get that if I wasn't in the profession that I am, how I could be kind of nervous or scared or have a lot of questions or be hesitant. So I really do want everyone out there that maybe is um, kind of vaccine hesitant. Um, I totally get that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I encourage you to be open and honest about that with the doctors that are taking care of your babies and ask them questions. So I also want to tell you that as your uh, mom friend that the I believe in it so much that the very first day it became available to my children, we were at the clinic and they were all getting it. So we wasted no time. <laughs> um, not even a second. Not one second. So Um, everybody that knows me knows how much I love my children. And so I would never recommend anything that I do not recommend for my own children either. I always like to let parents know that. So the flu vaccine. Um, so most, um, I don't know, Chris, what exactly your hesitancy was before, I can't really recall if we ever talked about that. <laughs> no, we weren't there yet in our friendship. We I weren't was just trying to. <laughs> I was trying to get over the hump. We I probably talk didn't about know. It. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah. Well, the reason I love the flu shot is because I am terrified. I mean, like down to my core, scared of the flu. I have a very healthy respect for, um, the complications and the severity of the flu virus itself. It's a really terrifying virus. There have been historical pandemics where the flu virus has wiped out a hundred million people. Um, and so I have like a sincere fear of the flu. And so I, um, I honestly could tell you, like, if my kids got diagnosed with the flu, none of them have thankfully ever had it, that I would probably be, like, as nervous as I've ever been about anything in my entire life because I'm so scared of of how it can really, I mean, it could kill you, kill healthy kids. So I get the flu shot because I'm so scared of the flu. Um, The flu vaccine is great um, because what it is greatest at is preventing complications from the flu itself. Um, okay, but so, I'm going to say this just as a devil's advocate. Yes. I feel like last year it was like 8% effective, they said. 
So, yeah. So, so here is what you, yeah. So the, the <laughs> biggest argument. She's getting ready. She's getting ready. I, I'm like, so this is like literally a dream for me to have this conversation with you. See, that's since. the thing. Like, I feel like I have to, I have to say the things that like. I, yeah. Say all people the things. are thinking. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So we know that the flu is never a hundred percent effective at preventing you from getting the flu. We know that in the medical community, that is a well-known fact. Um, we, there are lots of brilliant people that work really hard to try to predict what strains of the flu are going to be, um, passed around each season, but it's imperfect. And so there are some years that it is more effective and some years that it's less effective because they were, I mean, based on, you know, data and facts, they try to predict, but it is predicting what flu virus strains we think we'll see each new year. Mm -hmm. Um, But regardless of if they don't get the strain exactly right, the flu vaccine's effectiveness at preventing complications from the flu remains the same. And that's really what the flu vaccine affords you is that it has been proven year after year um, to decrease intensive care admissions from flu-related complications and deaths. The last 2017-2018 flu season, there were 186 pediatric deaths from the flu, and 80% of those were non-vaccinated children. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, and so I get the flu shot for my kids not because I'm necessarily... I, I know that there's a chance they could still get the flu, but their chance of ending up in intensive care and their their chances of dying from the flu are drastically, I mean, drastically, like upwards of like 70 to 80 percent reduced because they've had the flu vaccine. So people, so the, the hesitancy, hesitancy to not get it because you may still get the flu is really not why I'm recommending the flu shot anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even if they get the wrong strand, you're saying it still will prevent the complications? Yes. It or will help? It still helps your immune system. It's still, it, yeah, it has still proven to lessen the complications in adults, children, pregnant women, from the severe complications of the flu. I mean, every year, every single year, healthy people die from the flu. Every single year, 100% of the years, there are healthy people that die from the flu virus. And so to have a way to reduce that risk for me is a no-brainer, right? Um, And so that's why I really push... And, and encourage the flu vaccine because I, your kid may still get the flu and I'm sorry and they might feel crummy, but you know, you can handle crummy flu virus. What we don't want is all of those complications from the flu that we know can happen. Hmm. Yeah. I did yes. not know that. Okay. Also another question, because I do not usually vaccinate my children for the flu. They are fully vaccinated. Otherwise I feel like right. I should say that, but yeah. Um, <laughs> But so copays, like, do I pay a hundred dollars to get my children's flu shots or because it's a $25 copay when we go to the doctor for a well visit or how does that, or a sick visit, I mean, not a well visit. So how does that, anyone know? 
I think um, it depends on per where you're going to get Yeah, your each, okay. each private practice is a little bit different because you can do like flu shot only visits. Okay. And Maybe I, don't I need think, to ask about that. And I'm not private practice. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't feel like that those are co-pay visits, but I don't. They you know, are where you go, Chris, unless you hit that flu clinic that they do. Unless, yeah, they'll do like flu clinics. That are during the That are in the middle of school. school. Yeah. So it's like they do not make it easy for a mom to get all of my children to the flu clinic. It's like, do it after school. Yeah. Well, I guess, okay, because for your kids that are in grade school, they can get their flu shot at school. Yeah, but they never, they, you know... I'm not going to make them get a shot when their mommy's yeah. not there. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I understand I that. Not. I didn't, I didn't make Jude either. Like I took him too. Um, so I don't know that. I don't know that I would hope you wouldn't have to pay the $25 copay. I think yeah. you should, I don't know, but I'm not sure. Cause that's not, you know, I work in the hospital now and my yeah. kids get it through my work cause they will vaccinate mm. all of the employees and their children. So, um, I don't That's know. That's just yeah. another stumbling, like another thing that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't, it just depends on where, I think a lot of places you can make a specific flu, you know, visit with yes. a shop visit, like a shop visit without having it yes. be a thing. But when I've vaccinated at the clinic you go to now, they made me do a separate Pay. appointment. Yeah, see, and Beckett is my only kid that's born in September. Mm-hmm. So like Everybody his else. would be fine, you know, cause he has a well visit, like whatever year he's turning. Right. His well child. Can, ch- yeah. Right. But anybody else it's, I have March, April and August. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's, I don't, I don't know how that happened. You know, yeah. it's just like an That's extra complication. Yes. For sure. I mean, I wish I could phone a friend and know that because I just do not know the answer to that. And I feel well, like I Well, and should, I think it's going to be different don't. at least. That is true. Right. Yeah. You know, there's not like a universe. And I, I mean, do. I do know that Walmart and Kroger, they have to be seven. Yes. A lot of places those. won't give like those. Far- they won't give them to young kids. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is true. Because yeah. they don't want kids screaming in their um, middle of Walmart. That's yeah, where I got so. mine was Walmart and Collier was with me. And so I was like, can he have his? And they're like, no, yeah. only seven. I was like, okay, well, whatever. You had to act extra brave because you brought your kid. <laughs> yeah, which shot, I mean, you know, needle shot. So it doesn't bother me. I'm like, whatever. But yeah. It, it was fine, but I have to get the, I, I do say, I will say also I've gotten them every time I was pregnant because my OB basically is like, she's a friend of mine and she's like, you're getting them. like, oh, yeah, because pregnant women, friend. yeah, they don't yeah. really give you an option. I don't think, I think they you're just very high say, risk. Hey, here's your flu shot. Yes, yeah. You're so high risk when you are pregnant to have complications from the flu. So good job to your OB friends. Okay, so the next thing we want to talk about is, is it really, do you really catch cold in the cold? How bundled (laughs) up do our kids need to be? Is this an old wives tale? Or is that what it's called? Well, no, no, old wives tale. Yeah. Whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Is this Um, this true or false? Yeah. I mean, you know, this is, this is, I I love these questions, um, you know teething, causing fever, getting a cold from being out in the cold. Um, so yeah, really, um, no, I mean, it like 
truly isolated being in the cold is not going to give you a cold. Mm -hmm. What we know, and I think kind of where um, that association comes from is one, there are more cold viruses going around during the winter the time. Cold, yeah, so, yeah. you know, kind of there seems to be this increase. And so it kind of um, makes sense in our brains to kind of associate that. And the second thing we know is your immune system um, is a little weaker when you're cold. Um, and so we know you're a little bit more susceptible um, to illness. Um, oh. And so, I mean, not by a ton, but a little bit. And so but, but theoretically, I mean, I'm just going to be honest, like I don't let my kids wear their coats and their car seats because that's not good. Oh yeah. Car I don't either. Are you so proud of me? I'm so, I'm really proud of you. Actually. I always yes. take them off. And do you know how obnoxious it is it's to take four very coats ob- off? I, yes. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we don't put them on. Yeah. Like, no, so that's, yeah. Yeah. so my kids. We don't kids put them look- on until after. I'm like, I'm the worst parent ever because every now and then we're like running to and from places and with like out our coats on because I'm like, well, you're going to be in the car. It's too much. And it's just like extra. Yes. So, Mm -hmm. um, so no. So yeah, I mean, you should make your kids, you know, you don't want them to be cold and you don't want, but being cold in and of itself isolated is not going to trigger like them to have a virus. It's not going to cause I these just things. Wanna, I just want to say, Rachel, because I we've said this at least six hundred times on our podcast. But Rachel takes the kids to school, and I pick them up. <laughs> In case like anyone has missed that point. step, <laughs> but they always put Lawson's coat on him mm-hmm. and Collier's, you know, mm-hmm. because they're like outside for three seconds like walking to the car right so I always take their coats off of them when they get in the car oh. and buckle them in the car seat so Lawson is safe as well now I'm the big so kids, proud of you for that thank you the big kids I'm like get your coat off yeah but the little kids I'm like okay come here let's take your coat off before we get that is a step that I, I always do so Lawson's jacket this year, you can't even buckle him in it. Like you would have to loosen. It's too big. It's a puffy puffy coat. So that's always like. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One day this week, I started buckling him without even thinking about it. And then I like, this isn't fitting. And then I looked, I'm like, oh, you've got your jacket on. Like yeah. I was an autopilot. No wonder. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It got a little cold this week. So yeah. <laughs> well, and little, another mentally unprepared for that. 
Collier does not like this week. It Collier is a fight to wear pants. It is so (laughs) hard for me to get him to wear pants instead of shorts. Like, in fact, his teacher sent me if I when I put I I make him wear pants anyway because it feels completely inappropriate to let him wear shorts when it's thirty degrees. Should probably yeah continue. But he his teacher sent me a picture of like five kids in the class that had their pants pulled up to their knees. How Collier does, and she was like, "Look, he's setting a trend." And I was just like, "Oh Oh. my word!" (laughs) He does not want his legs covered. But I feel like that's like fine. Like I just let him raise the pants up. It's just not worth the fight. He usually will wear long socks. So his legs are covered anyway. So he looks like a golfer or oh, a baseball like player. I'm like, whatever. Just do it. He doesn't seem to be as bothered by the joggers. Yes, I have to. I have found like certain pa- and if they're red, then mm-hmm. he's okay. Uh-huh. But he wants he to wear the red. Discomfort yes, if, it, if they're red. Power color. Why red? Is he like red? Is it's like just his favorite color. No, it's just his no. favorite color. Huh? Yeah, okay. he Everything just loves red. red. Now Lawson's favorite color is red because of Collier. It oh, was right. blue. It was blue, but now, but now everything is red. He's the red Power Ranger, red ninja. He's mm-hmm. a red. He'll put Black Panther on and say he's Red Panther. Oh, yeah. Him. yeah that yeah, they're like hilarious. really all in. I like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Collier, Collier if he, like, he has to wear, I tell him all the time, we don't have enough red outfits. Like you can't wear full red <laughs> every day. We just don't have enough for that. So he, we have to compromise. He has to either have red socks, red underwear, a red shirt. Like something has to be red. He's got you his red to, Jordans. I'm he buy wears that those baby every day. Red. Yes. Oh, he'll I, love you forever. If you I need to get him a red, red jacket. Oh, don't even tell him that they make red jackets, please. No, because, because bet, he doesn't. But know. then maybe you can keep him extra warm if he um, won't it, in yeah. his little red shorts. If he's got a red jacket, <laughs> it, it has to be super comfy and red. Yes, that is so funny. Mm-hmm. I had um, a funny story about the cold and wearing a coat because today Adeline comes home from school and says. Mom, I was swinging and I took off my coat because it was so hot because I've been running around and I was swinging and it felt great. And then my teacher yelled over across the playground for me to put my coat back on because (laughs) I was going to catch a cold. And I yelled back across the playground. That's not how it works. No, she did not. (laughs) No, she did. She did. And then she she said, that's not really how it works. I'm sure have as much. She didn't like approach it with me with that attitude, but I don't think I right. can say that without that much without attitude. the attitude. Yeah, she right. said she put right. back on her coat. I said, "Did you go put back on your coat?" And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, okay." You're like, okay, thank yeah. the Lord. But I mean, it is it. So, so yeah. I mm, mean, that yeah. Was funny. I mean, it's good to keep your kids warm, <laughs> but um, it's probably not going to be the difference in whether or not they stay healthy in no. the winter. It was fifty-five degrees today. I hope she, Nana. Yeah, it, I, I hope you're got, listening, Nana. I know. I'm Uh-oh. like grandma, grandparents everywhere. Like she does. Yes. Not she's not. She does. She still won't believe it. She no. says when it gets cold, are the babies bundled? I'm like, what babies? <laughs> yeah. Who's bundled? I don't know. <laughs> They're fine. Yeah. They're she does. She I mean, always does me, that. Let me clarify though. Like you should keep your kids. Like oh. I don't want this to give everyone a license that <laughs> their kids are like playing in their bathing suits in the snow like they're gonna be <laughs> fine like there are other complications from that so it's still good practice to keep your kids warm 
Yes. I, Address them weather appropriate. <laughs> I mean, right. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Check your weather before you head out and put a jacket on cold, but like Especially that's not probably going to break the situation. That's yes. yes. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> In conclusion. <laughs> In conclusion. Let me wrap this up now. <laughs> yes. Okay. So next question. If they do fall ill. Okay. Yes. This has been a hotly very official debated, fall ill. Okay. Fall ill. This mm-hmm. has been a hotly debated topic between every doctor I've seen. And then Chris and I have gone back and forth on it for years because it seems like everybody has a different opinion. Now mm-hmm. seem things seem things seem a little more streamlined, but I'm very curious to hear your opinion on this. Okay. Cough medicine for kids. What do you think? What should we be doing? How does it work? Why does nobody have the same opinion? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, big question on the I know, front end. So. Yeah. <laughs> big question, really, though, happy to answer it. Cough medicine for kids is a no. That is like the answer that you should hear me say is that yes. it is not. <laughs> if you hear nothing else, this is your takeaway. This is your takeaway. But let me address it more specifically. So, you know, coughing and viruses like my kids have had them we've had rsv we've had all the things they are so frustrating and so exhausting and so just difficult to walk through when your kids are little because usually it's just like what can i do for my kid and the answer is just really not that much Cough medicine in particular, the um, American Academy of Pediatrics have come out with official statements that it is not recommended for children less than six. And that is because, one, studies don't really show us that it um, is any more effective than what I recommend to parents. And that is honey, um, if your kid is older than one. And two, it can actually cause, um, there are great risks that come with it. So namely, um, it can be sedating to kids and it can cause um, what we call respiratory depression. So kids can get um, overly sedated and it can cause their breathing to become more shallow or for them to even not be able to um, breathe fully, you know, and can cause, I've actually taken care of, um, children who have had adverse, like hypoxic, meaning low oxygen level injuries because of too much cough medicine. So Mm. it's just not, it's really like, it has some really great risk and because of, in children and because of that, in addition to the fact it doesn't really have benefit, then it's just not recommended. Mm-hmm. Um, that, so you what, know, sorry, sorry, go ahead. What does honey do? So honey is just kind of, it just kind of coats the throat. So a lot of the cough that is caused um, in the winter and by these viruses is kind of this kind of post-nasal irritation, this post-nasal drip, this like, kind of continued excess secretions, you know, um, Mm -hmm. from your nose, from your sinuses, kind of running down the back of your throat. Um, And so your body's natural response and a good response is to cough. So we often think of cough as kind of, oh, no, we're sick and it's 
And that's true, but it's your body's way of protecting your lungs, right? Oh, and okay. So for people that can't cough, that's actually really dangerous. And we have devices that are called cough assist devices to help those um, patients that are unable to produce mucus and to cough on their own. We need to help them cough because it's so helpful to the lungs. So you don't really want to suppress a cough anyway. We do because it's kind of, you don't want to hear your kid coughing. They can't necessarily sleep very well. It's annoying. Yeah. So we tend to want to make it better, but it's um, the body doing what it should be doing. Um, And so what honey does then is it kind of just coats the throat and kind of helps with that kind of post-nasal irritation. Um, And so it can help lessen the cough in that way. Gotcha. Without any of the negative side effects, unless you're less than one, you cannot yep. give a child less than one honey. I need everyone no to botulism. also hear that. No, no botulism. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> no I did not. I, I followed that rule as well, Tara. I'm trying to rebuild our friendship here. <clears throat> I know. From the flu shot. For, I mean, I, so seriously. I took their coats off for car seats and I never gave my kids honey before one. So, so. we may be back to like a completely mended relationship. Okay, perfect. Status. Great. Getting this has been a very productive podcast. This has been so good for us. <laughs> <laughs> We've come literally full circle. On full circle. <laughs> oh, so what happens if you, okay, this is kind of off subject. First of all, Adeline has a tendency to get a deep chest cough and uh-huh. I always have to, and my husband has the worst natural cough in the entire world that is an understatement (laughs) like how do you have the worst not cough in the let me tell you we were trick-or-treating this year (laughs) and my brother was probably 15 (laughs) houses down and i could hear him coughing like if he does not hold back (laughs) so Um, loud he he has if he feels a little even tiny bit of a it's a (laughs) full-on and it's he, like he's like really trying to get it out. So he just like, I'm not even going to He's trying to get the, the most out of every cough. <laughs> you know, if I can appreciate that. Like, if you're going to do it, just do it, right? He, oh, yeah. He's he goes trying to get a productive, something productive out of it. And they, he really says he's been like that forever. He literally has. Okay. So Adeline has inherited that. So anytime she gets any upper respiratory anything at all, and the, like a little tickle, a little right. cough follows, you know, those lingering. It coughs. is not a little cough. Yeah. No, there's nothing little about it. So it's really obnoxious. And <laughs> I know it's not per- like, it's not a attention. I mean, I'm sure it sometimes is. I'm sure she works it up sometimes, but she does <laughs> it a lot at night. Yeah. And we literally had a crying, screaming match a few weeks ago oh, over no. honey. Um, Cause she would not, she did not want to take, she doesn't like to take any kind of medicine. And um, it was, she, it was in the middle of the night, literal middle of the night. I go in her room with a little teaspoon of honey and I'm like, I don't, I don't care if it's placebo. I don't, I don't care if whatever (laughs) I have just take this because you're obviously still half asleep because you're not up, but you're driving me insane. Yeah. I'm like, here, I try to be like smooth, like here, just take this, just lick it. Good night, and she was like, no. "What is this?" Oh, yeah, was she like, panicked on me. Yeah, uh, probably because I like woke her up sticking honey in her face. You know, yeah, I told you. I think like, alarm, like disarming. Oh. You know, in the and I think I already said. Sleep. I think I already said this on the podcast. I feel like, or at least Tara and I have talked about it. But Lincoln acts like he's being waterboarded when yeah. I try oh, to yeah. give him honey. Oh, I mean, Lawson legit, he up. can't. 
with medicine. Lots That's so funny because my kids are like, give me honey. And Jane, <laughs> Jane will be like, uh, 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 mom, do I need <laughs> some honey? And I'm no. like, no, baby, you literally just faked that. So <laughs> yeah, we're not so even going to have like a big old spoonful of sugar here. Um, is, the, is the texture the main part that helps the throat coating? Because like I've thought about like diluting it some maybe put you it can warm so it drinkable yeah you can do that like I've done it like warmed it or you can um kind of add it with like a little milk or something to it that's fine I mean you don't want to completely you think she's thin it drink out but... milk lord she's, have mercy she's no not she's do that. not a milk drinker either neither of my kids are very very forcefully drinkers so i don't know they're broken if somebody would like to give them medicine <laughs> you tr honey. try warming it up though really because it makes it runnier it, it makes it yeah. runnier my kids like the warm honey much they mm -hmm. much prefer that and and another thing you know you can do and i would encourage um you to always you know talk to your baby's official physician or your kids but you can you know if it's like really they have like the runny kind of nosy cough like a little Benadryl or an, um, uh, like another kind of antihistamine allergy medicine or something before bed can also help with that because it kind of dries up those secretions that are causing that irritation that's kind of creating that tickle and that urge to want to cough. Yes. And also so. she's, she's the kind that doesn't go opposite on Benadryl. <laughs> Might help the whole process. Yeah. It doesn't wind her up doesn't it Which make some kids, kids it does wild? though yeah for yep. sure my kids it doesn't make them sleepy oh which it doesn't parents. make me sleepy either oh it makes oh. me sleepy but I warn parents I'm like if you've never tried this before you know and you get try to give it at bedtime like just be aware that in certain kids it just really runs bedtime so I'm like <laughs> yeah it does not make any of my kids that's sleepy that's, yeah and uh, Zach could take a Benadryl sleepy. and sleep for three days that's so they it they unfortunately inherited it from me because from I'm me. the same. Any like pain medicine I've ever had for kidney stones, I'm like Miss Chatty Kathy after I have it. Zach's always yeah. like, "Are you not tired? Like what the crap?" And they'll give me. I feel the like pain that medicine. A very good impersonation of him, Chris. Okay, I'm so, I'm so, I'm, he doesn't listen to this, so we're, I think <laughs> I we're clear. Like, but <laughs> but yeah, he does not but, sound like that for the record. That is not what Chris is. For he sounds record. a lot more country than that. Right? Okay, yeah. let, hold on. I'm gonna do my Zach boy. But they will give me like a pain medicine and Benadryl and you know all the things. And a Zofran. To... That's what they do with Brit. They'll give him like mm -hmm. everything, and finally it'll be like he's had to be kidney stones before and it's like 10 o'clock at night and I'm like can you give him an aim can he have anything knock him out because he's gonna keep complaining until you talk about yeah so uh drives me insane yeah so I, let me try to do a better Zach okay hold on now I'm nervous he'll <laughs> say are you not tired did that sound like tired time? that was better draw that out. was better okay good I'm getting his better. vows are very long yes that's like you should always talk about uh, names and make your husband say what baby name you like. Because oh. when before we knew all the boys were boys, we would talk about girl names. And I used to like Isla. I thought it was cute. Mm -hmm. Zach's like, Isla? And I was like, never mind. Mm -mm. Yeah. I can't listen to you say Isla the rest of my life. Isla. Isla has been on our girl name list before. I do love that name. Well, I, listen to John say it first just to make sure okay. he doesn't well. say Isla. I mean, it sounded so dumb. The way I was just like, nope.
you no, just ruined you it. Scratch it. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, it's spelled like he was, conf- because I said, I showed him the spelling. Oh, and yeah. I'm like, do you it's- know what this name is? And he was like, no. And I was like, well, it's Isla. And he was like, Isla? Like, no. Nope, nope. No. Not Scratch it off. Just Back to the take it off the list. Yeah. 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 Oh, gosh. Well, Tara, thank you so much for coming on today. We really appreciate it. Yeah, you're so welcome. Thank you all for giving me a chance to talk about all these things that I'm so passionate about. All your favorite about. things. My favorite Honey things. and flu shots. Helping and, a, you. And, a, and a good winter coat, not in and a car a seat. Good winter. Yeah, it's like we've really got to hit on a lot of high points here. So. <laughs> Tara's going to bed on a high tonight. She's I am. I'm like, to this one. When this oh, comes out, sure. she's going to tune in. She's going to be like, great point, Tara. Yeah. I, really, I really liked your argument. You for did that great one. on that one. <laughs> yeah. If I, if I changed your mind. Yeah. And, but really, for all of, for everyone that is a little bit hesitant about the flu shot and those types of things, like really, really, really talk to your physician and your friends and um, know that we really recommend it because we believe so passionately in protecting your children. And we do it for our own. Yeah. That always that always shows the real side of it. Yes, <laughs> what the pediatricians kids, are doing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then yeah, probably should mark that off our list. So, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Head over to our Instagram at Surviving Motherhood Podcast or our website survivingmotherhoodpodcast.com to get any additional details. Reach out to us. Anything you could need, it'll be there. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, good luck surviving motherhood. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.